0: Listening to Brantz's podcast. So a while ago, uh, I heard some people talking about this experience for the retreat center they were living at called the 21 Days of Solitude. And it was this thing they were all looking forward to. And when I heard about it, Steph and I, my wife, were there. Uh, for other reasons, but when I heard that, I thought there's no chance that I'm doing that. And this was before we had kids, so it was very feasible to do it, but I didn't wanna do it. And as I look back, I realize the reason I didn't wanna do it is because I would have none of my distractions to lean on. It would just be me alone with God. And that scares us to death. (laughs) Fear would have kept me from doing it, but I had these amazing mentors that kept guiding me and teaching me. No one ever said I should do the 21-day uh, retreat of solitude. I eventually did, but I was called to it. I knew I was supposed to go, so that was a few years later. But solitude itself is something that is meant for us to take up in this Christian walk, in this, in this walk of faith. As we go through this series on Sundays, uh, on REACH, it's like, getting a workout schedule. You got leg day, you got chest day. And so we're gonna go through all the different days. We went through prayer, um, one version of of what that can look like. So we had prayer day, uh, and then today is solitude. And then next week, uh, Stephanie's gonna teach on Sunday on another version of prayer. But they're all exercises, disciplines, to help us to reach towards God to help us grow in the spiritual life. And to grow in your spiritual life means to be more connected with God. But this fears is pretty devastating. And to explain it, I think Henry Nouwen uh, says it the best. He says, In Solitude, I get rid of my scaffolding. No friends to talk with, no telephone calls to make, no meetings to attend, no music to entertain, no books to distract. It's just me. naked, vulnerable, weak, sinful, deprived, broken, nothing. It is this nothingness that I have to face in my solitude. A nothingness so dreadful that everything in me wants to run to my friends, my work, and my distractions so that I can forget. So that I can forget my nothingness and make myself believe that I'm worth something. You know what he's talking about? Because that's what I experienced when I heard about this 21 days of solitude. But luckily my mentors had talked about solitude in a more manageable way. Where it could be a rhythm of your life. My boss, actually, never said the word required. Which helps. But it was once a month. I was given a day to go and just be in solitude with the Lord. And then, of course, my mind was like, does that mean eight hours? Does that mean six? Does that mean seven? And so I I pushed to go a full eight hours. And I did that for a while, but then it started feeling like work. And then I eventually figured out a rhythm that worked for me. Sometimes it would be a few hours. Sometimes it would be just an hour. But there was a rhythm in my life of, of pulling away to be with the Lord. And I didn't come up with this on my own, and neither did the mentors. In fact, Jesus was the one that modeled this. There are so many examples of Jesus pulling away to go and be alone with the Father. And that's why in Luke it says, So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. And so when we talk about solitude, that's what we're talking about. And my hope for you, even if it's this short little five-ish minute video helps, to get you to set some time aside. Because here's the crazy thing about this. When it comes to withdrawing, it is so hard because it's not urgent. No one's requiring it of you. The urgent will find you, but the important you must find. And what's important is to pull away. And there's the urgent around us. I don't know what it is in your life right now that is urgent. It may be urgent and important, it may be urgent and not important, but the point is is we don't want to live under the tyranny of the urgent. We need to choose that which is valuable, which is important, and being alone with God, no matter how much fear we have to go through to get there, when we get there, we're going to see that we're home. Now, I'm not going to promise something magical happens. It's like with any friendship. When you're with someone, it's not always magical, but it's, it's, re- it's required for our soul and it pleases the Lord as well to be alone with him. So, when are you going to do this? I'd re- recommend doing it today. Because solitude can be any amount of time. There's no timer connected to this. It could be pulling away for 10 minutes. That may be as much as you can do. Maybe it's five. That's fine. You're pulling away to be with him. If we were working out, I wouldn't run you through a two-hour workout. (laughs) Then you'd hate it. you got to build up sometimes. And what you do during that time, there's so many things you could do, but Jesus really never gives clear direction on that. But from my experience, from my mentors, I would say if you keep these two things in the forefront, then you're doing it. First one is you just show up. Just show up. Doesn't matter how long, doesn't matter where, as long as it removes the distractions and the scaffolding that you built your life up on. And the last one is to remember to whom you are seeking to be alone with, the God of the universe. And that'll help direct your steps. May the Lord bless you. And for those that wanna hear more, uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Uh, You can find our time and location at branchesoc.com.